and Tim, your boys, yeah. are here with our here. special guest. Our special, very special. Whoa. Maybe maybe not that too hard, but not just we'll just quiet. knock. How about okay. knock? There it is. Our special <laughs> guest. We got another Jonathan. Another Jonathan, another Jonathan. in the house. Hello. We're Jonathan squared up hey, in there here. There he is. There he is. Oh, yeah. Awesome. So, Jonathan, we've both meet. Wow, this is going to get confusing. I'm going to call you John. I'll be Joe Boy. Just say Joe Boy. JF. Yeah. Joe, Joe Boy and JF. JF and JY. Uh, <laughs> we'll call you Jeff then. Jeff and no. <laughs> G. Okay. Um, no, J. I'm Well, J. I'm going to call you John for JR. this episode. That's okay, what my so grandpa John, called John me. and I know Jonathan Yeah. Uh, for a couple years now. Mm-hmm. And it's been really cool to see his journey. Um, so I'm stoked, dude, to have you share just a little bit. Yeah. Awesome. John, tell us, tell the listeners quick, just in case you tune in for the first time. What's my friends and I podcast all about? Yeah, we are uh, uh, a conglomerate of people <laughs> conglomerate. brought together. That's a new one. Yeah, I like that word. That's I've been a- using that word a lot, actually. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a, it's one of those new words that you find, and you're just like, all right, let's go with it. Okay. Um, well, we're we're we bring people on just to just to hear their stories and what God is doing in their life in our community and outside of a community to stir people on to keep seeking God and to understand what Jesus is doing throughout the world. Boom. Real real people, real yeah. Jesus right there. Yep. I just looked up what conglomerate re- means, okay? <laughs> <laughs> what? Is there's people out there who might not okay, know yeah, like myself. Up, up okay, 2 minutes ago. Same with me. <laughs> All right. Well, education right here. Uh, conglomerate? I hope I'm right. <laughs> is a number of different parts Things or parts yeah. that are put yeah. or grouped together to yep. form a whole, yeah. but remain distinct entities. Yeah. Yo, it's great. It's, it's a, a great word. A great uh, word. For here, it. Here's the second definition. Okay. A oh, coarse-grained sedimentary rock composed of rounded great. fragments within a matrix of finer grains. <laughs> That's who we are. We are conglomerate. <laughs> I didn't really feel the first definition that much. But the second, second one, one is great. That really we should, we should make a graphic about stones and and rocks Dude, and, and sedimentary. Yeah. Sedimentary. We're very sedimentary. I would say we're pretty sedimentary. Oh, yeah. Oh, we're a very individual oh that make a whole. <laughs> wow. So welcome to the Great. conglomerate, Jonathan. Yes, this is the uh, conglomeration. I'm never going to remember that word. In it's my okay. Life. I'll remember it for you. Conglomerate. Okay. All right. I lo- Dude, that's such a beautiful picture of what the body of Christ is. Dude, I never we're even knew the definition. I just knew it was, I just knew it meant like bringing things together. Yeah. But I never knew it was like that. That remained distinct. Yes. So um, this is cool because what we're going to do is talk about our, your, specifically, Jonathan, your story um, and how you've become who you are. And I think everyone can relate to some level of just finding your identity in Christ. So enough of us joking around. Yeah. <laughs> Dude. Tell us a little bit about yourself, man. How did it all start? Where'd you did you grow up around here? Yeah, uh, I grew up in Ephrata, PA. Ooh. Yeah, all right. It's a peaceful place. Yeah. Oh yeah. Your place you're living at now? Did you were you there your whole life? Yeah, basically. Dang. Wow. Man. Yeah. I can't relate. I, I can't moved around everywhere. Do you <laughs> like that? Yeah, I got cool. used to it. Nice, nice. Where'd you go to high school? Ephrata High School. Nice. nice. What was, what was, yeah, tell us a little bit about like growing up, um, even into high school, like what your life was like during that time. I, we didn't know you back then. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Whatever you want to share, man. To be honest, it was rough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I was in emotional support class, mm-hmm. uh, mostly because I was diagnosed with autism, slight mm-hmm. autism and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I did like classes and things like that. Uh, I went to that stuff. Hmm. was just 
I don't know. I tried like fitting in and things like mm-hmm. that. I try like being a normal person, how a normal person would be. Mm-hmm. Never could figure it out though. Yeah. Yeah. I get, I can relate to that honestly through those years. And that's tough when you're like, I feel like when you're starting your teenage years, that's mm-hmm. kind of what we're all looking for is like, yeah, where the are my place people? We belong. Who am yeah. I going to fit in with? Um, so what was that like for you? Like if it was difficult at school, um, personal in like your personal life, where were you at during that time? I was taking meds, hmm. medication, mm-hmm. um, to stabilize my mood and things like that. Mm-hmm. Especially with like sleeping. Because yeah. I overslept a lot mm-hmm. and sometimes didn't, <laughs> I sometimes just mostly went to bed very late yeah. and I woke up late for school all I the time. That. I feel that. Dude, there's meds for that? Like to help you? Yeah. Like they Bro, knock you out in split second, those. dude. Like you're yeah. gone. <laughs> for real? Like, well, yeah. that scares me. Like what if you don't wake up, you know? Well, oh, <laughs> I feel like if I, I, I sleep so much that if I took sleeping stuff, I just would not wake up. <laughs> it got Seriously. to that point sometimes, yeah, yeah. but I had to like force myself to yeah. wake up. Yeah. What if you Dang just don't it. wake up? <laughs> I'm serious. I've never taken sleeping anything. I've actually only taken one time and that wow. was like a month ago. What? I was like super sick. And I couldn't sleep. It was like a time of like two days and I took it and it knocked me out like 10 minutes. Oh, you know? but crazy, man. Yeah. Yeah. They, they were very annoying to take. It yeah. got too much though. Wow. Dang, man. Wow. wow. So what was your walk with uh, like Jesus like growing, growing up through high school or elementary, middle school, high school? I called myself Christian. I didn't live it out though. Mm-hmm. Like a Christian should. Hmm. Um, it took a little bit because just like stuff was happening with like friendship and things like that. Mm -hmm. I went to church. Uh, I thought that was always enough. Like just going Mm. to church would just change you. Giving your life to the Lord would change you. And don't get me wrong. It does. But if you're not in the right direction or the right mindset of actually just saying, Hey, I'm giving this to you, but knowing deep inside that you're actually not giving it to him Mm. is not going to cut it. Yeah. Dang, man. That's profound. I feel like a lot of people can relate to that. Like, Mm -hmm. I mean, we've, we've shared already kind of a bit, but like both of us growing up, going to church, stuff like that. But it seems like that I've across the board, everyone, I feel like we've interviewed on here. Most people have shared similarly. Like, yeah, I grew up, went to church, stuff like that. I might even like prayed the salvation prayer. Like, did you do that when you were a kid? No, no i was very okay. shy i couldn't i there was no words that came to my mind yeah mm-hmm. that's fine were you ever in a like place where they did like a like raise your hand type thing or, yeah yeah but i was the person i was the kid in the back that slept in church <laughs> so you missed out you missed out on that yeah. I, I was the person that didn't want to listen to like spend all his drugs oh, so, oh man <laughs> the sleeping pill. yeah yeah, I didn't want to listen to like Bible verses or anything like that. Once yeah. I heard the Bible come up, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to sleep. <laughs> oh, dang, man. Yeah, get that. So um, you kind of were in that place um, in school and stuff. And like what, what happened? What was one of those defining things that like um, you kind of walked through um, 
that was hard like you've you shared with us a little bit but just mm-hmm. i don't know if you want to share just a little bit yeah about that um yeah okay i had a friend and then another friend i had there was like a complicated relationship friendship going on mm-hmm. and i was always feeling an outsider i was never really included in things like that mm-hmm. um my whole time in high school and also middle school as well yeah like it was rough but mm-hmm. i know god like he's been showing me that i do like he brought me two people and yeah he brought me two people and he's been just showing me that yeah i don't know much to say to that to be honest he's good yeah so you've experienced kind of that like rejection and stuff Mm -hmm. um what did that kind of lead you to or um yeah how did that affect you like going through that it affected me with like being around people like me thinking that I shouldn't like talk to anybody anymore or be friendly because mm-hmm. then I would just be taken advantage of on my friendship mm. and kindness to people as well. Mm. Were you outgoing kid or like were initially? I mean, I know sometimes those things can a little. Yeah. 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 Um, mm. After that, what was what kind of happened in your life? I think it was a year ago. I ran into a person on the trail. Yeah. And two years. Two years ago at this point, I think. Should I say his name? Yeah, you can give him yeah. a shout out. Okay. Shout his name. name is Caleb Nolt. What? what? <laughs> a lot of you may know Caleb Nolt. He's, he's the one and only. Anyway, if you're listening, Caleb, you're awesome. Love yeah. You. Continue. What happened? You met Caleb on a trail? Yeah, I met Caleb Nolt and... Uh, Natalie Ornelas on the trail as well. Some other person as well. I forgot though. Yeah. Um, but I was going through a struggle with that as well with like my neighbor and things, Mm -hmm. sort of the same thing that uh, the friend in the past Mm -hmm. went through as well. Yeah. But God brought me Caleb on the trail and they were coming back from outreach. And I'm like, I saw him at the half court. Like it's a basketball court. Yeah. And I'm like, Hey, you want to play basketball? He's like, no, but can I pray for you? I'm like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> sure, I guess. <laughs> had you ever had anyone do that before? No, I haven't. Dang. What okay. was your first initial thought? I'm like, okay, let's see where this goes. <laughs> was it scary? No, I just said, sure, you can pray for me. Let's wow. go. Because I knew I needed it. Wow. Wow. Dang, man. Okay, so what happened when he prayed for you? Okay, so he prayed for me. I told them what was going on. And they're like, dang, we're really sorry to hear that. And they were like bringing up like what, how God's love is and things like that. Mm-hmm. And then I think a week later, something police came to my neighbors and a whole entire event thing happened. Wow. And then Caleb invited me. He's like, hey, you should come to the altar at Gateway House of Prayer. One Shout night. out Saturday Shout night, out. seven yeah. to nine. It's the crowd, man. Yeah. Whoa. I think I remember that. I remember your first day. Wait, was I there? First meeting. No, I don't think I you think were there. I wasn't there. I think I, I was think, there the second. I like, think week. Caleb was leading that night. I think the was he? I think the first yeah. time I met you was that revival night in the rain in the oh, field. Yeah. Oh yes. Yes. Do you remember that? Yeah, you were the one that um didn't want to bring me out of the water. <laughs> Excuse I me. Have, <laughs> expound on that a little bit. <laughs> he was he was joking. He's like. 
I'm gonna leave you under so you can die to yourself, and then you can bring <laughs> I, back first time meeting him. I was joking. Dude, first time <laughs> no, he no, was joking. I, I he think was I joking. had met you a little bit earlier. No, than that, that no, that was that was way after. Not way, not way. Yes, it was. Couple weeks. No, couple weeks. no way. That was a couple weeks. Do you remember? I at, honestly at, don't remember. At, at the Zimmerman farm? Yeah. No. No. Okay. That was well, not your let, first let's time. Let's explain a little. So there was a um a like circuit riders uh like mission group revival meeting in a cornfield out near Gateway House of Prayer where, where we um hang out and um a lot of us went and I I think John I think we had met each other before. Did like we? a couple weeks before. He was a part of our crew. Yeah, he was yeah. a part of our crew. It wasn't long that. before though. Oh wait, do we meet at night and day that night? Yes, I think. So. Yeah. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> wait, are you serious? No, that was me and you. You and I, like, we we chatted. But it was at a night whole group, though. Yeah, it was a whole group. You and I. You you came out with us. Tim wasn't there. I remember that right. you weren't there. I wasn't there. And then the next week, you you definitely met him. You yeah, definitely met him. I definitely met you. Because that was, was that like, was that was a few months after. Yes, bro. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. That was a few months. <laughs> all right. All right. A few Wasn't months. It like weeks before your wedding. Yeah, because yeah, because. But you knew him before your wedding. Not long, because I think what? they met you like end of what? August, and we got married early October. But that's so when like he came around in August of September. Something like that. Whatever. Anyway, guys. Sorry, guys. <laughs> sorry. Might have to edit this out. <laughs> no. Anyway, so I the field. So at the at night and day when after like the Saturday night group is that when you guys prayed together like kind of yeah you giving your life to I Jesus I gave my yeah. life like officially like yeah. all right God well that was um, a house remember that house church we went to oh where with Caleb Nolt with Caleb Nolt and Nick Barr um we went to a house church and and they were they were doing baptisms there. In the farm, Ralph. Well, Ralph. Oh yeah, Wilkins. Ralph Wilkins. And he was there too. Yeah. Yeah. He 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 almost ba- got baptized there, and then okay. that's it, why he got baptized at the right because yeah. it was like a couple weeks later. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you had already like given your your life to Jesus, and that's when I remember asking if you wanted to be baptized, and a bunch of people were jumping in the creek getting baptized. Yeah. And you were like, "I it's freaking cold." It was <laughs> yeah, a cold day. It, it, it was. And you were like, "Let's do this." And so, man, that moment. No was, change of clothes. No towel. No, in your jeans, bro. They in your jeans. Huge fire though. It was that just really rain. That's true. Second. Uh, that's right. That yeah, was so. That was fun. fun. That was a fun ah, night. It was. So I didn't leave you under the water too long, though, did I? No, you didn't. <laughs> bubbles, bubbles almost stopped. <laughs> <laughs> I remember just swimming around after that with Cody Zook. Anyway, wow. What we what, digress. So that was kind of the beginning mm-hmm. of your journey with God, um, and obviously, like that doesn't make everything instantly easy, yeah. right? Yeah. Going through life, and I've seen you walk through stuff. But overall, man, when you look back. At like how like when that started, what did you see start changing in your life, and like yeah, where where did you see um, transformation? Because after Jesus enters in and he starts building that relationship, man, like it's things start changing. But anyway, yeah, when you look back, like what 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 would you say? You know, to people who maybe have never met you, what like started changing at that point? I started being comfortable. Um, a little bit in talking to people, I started trusting people, hmm. um, with like information I've really not told people much about. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it changed really though. When one night at gateway, um, a friend said, I feel like God wants to tell you something or ask you a question. I'm like, Oh boy. So <laughs> I went up to the altar near the stairs. 
I'm like, all right, God, what do you want to say? Hmm. And I just asked him, like, this is when officially it happened. Like, I just asked him, like, what do you want to say? And he's like, I want you to follow me. Wow. I'm like, I teared up. I like, I, I broke. And then mm. I saw a picture of him just coming to me, walking on water, just all dressed in white. Yes. I'm like, oh Damn. my. What did it like look like? Was it pretty vivid to you? Yeah, it like, was it like, like it was like a ghost, like Casper the Friendly Ghost, though, <laughs> but more friendlier. Yeah, and mm. he just was coming towards you. And yeah, like, he was just walking towards me, and he gave out his hand. Mm. Wow, man, that's incredible. What did you feel in that moment? I felt so much peace, mm. and like something shifted inside of me. Like there was hope, mm. and there. Like there was um there was a reason for me to actually be living still on this earth. Wow. Dang man. Wow. That's incredible. Um just just I don't I don't know, you can share as much as you want to share or not, but like yeah, what was your journey that. with like depression and stuff? I know you have fought through a lot. I'm mm-hmm. really proud of you, man. Um but yeah, like even share just a little bit about that. Like what was what was that like even before you met Jesus and then like afterwards, like, um, yeah. What was your journey with that? Like, I'll try to shorten it a little bit, but you're uh, good, man. yeah. So, uh, I went through, uh, well, the medication helped with like, didn't helped a little bit with the depression, mm. but then again, I'm like, I don't want to do this anymore. Um, and then just had a lot of violent stuff in my house, like did violence things, said violent stuff to my family. Um, I wanted to like, I, all I thought was in going through all that was just like, why am I on this earth? If I get angry, why I'm never going to actually be able to be friends with anybody. Hmm. And if I say just very hurtful stuff that'll literally just break someone, why would I be living? Why would I want to live with myself on this earth? Cause like I went through a lot of impatient, impatient is like a hospital and it like per se helps you it never mm. helped you mm. they gave you medications they gave me medications and it never helped me i made friends there then all of a sudden they just disappeared never got to see them again mm. i i my mom i always was in impatient mm-hmm. sorry i was always in impatient for mm. my whole entire childhood leading up to basically i'd say 19 or 18 years old wow oh dude and it was just like there was a trigger like whenever I did something terrible at home and I see my mom pick up the phone like the landline phone because well landline phones are so (laughs) old-fashioned um yeah but I whenever I saw her pick up the phone I'm like this is it this is the time where I'm going back to the hospital because first I would go to the hospital there for the hospital and then they would actually admit me like hey so you're feeling this way you say you don't feel this way, but we're still going to put you in inpatient. Mm. Is that because you're under 18, probably? Yeah, probably. Yeah. And wow. they just, like, they were not trust at all. Mm. But inpatient, I always, there was, like, one in Hershey. Um, and that was, like, the farthest I was ever there mm-hmm. from home and stuff. Um, I always, like, saw my mom actually leaving me. And then I see myself crying at the top of the stairs and me taking being brought into the place and just Mm. basically going through everything and yeah shoot 
Hmm. That there was, yeah, there was all that I went through. Um, I gotta be real. Yeah, be um, real, man. I'm gonna try to word it. God help me with this, please. Mm-hmm. Um, I went through a. I think it was like probably four years ago, maybe or three. I don't know. Mm-hmm. There was an offense I made. Not mm-hmm. gonna go into detail because it's very. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Um, when that happened, I got put into another inpatient place. I went through severe depression and suicidal thoughts. Like, mm. God, I don't want to go through this anymore. I never prayed to God. I never like knew He was there for me because I never felt Him or I never just like not just felt Him. I just never believed he was living inside of me like the holy spirit Mm -hmm. and i um yeah i went to pittsburgh that was another inpatient it was like 10 hours away from my house stayed there for two months was trying to go back home afterwards my mom and dad and family couldn't visit me Mm. and i always went through all that made friends there got some very interesting stuff and brutal stuff i saw there Mm. um then after that, I got put into residential children's home or Reading place. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was like SRTF. And mm-hmm. it's like a floor with people that went through a, lo- a lot of offenses and stuff like that. Got to do treatment work. And the treatment work took like the first one. To, they have levels like level one through five. The treatment work took like maybe two months. Mm-hmm. And then the rest took like five months, six months, up to probably a year or so. Wow. And it, it took a long while. There was most, the most I got hit with depression and suicide, but I never could do anything about it. Mm. And I thank God for that as well. Like yeah. I never had the guts to actually act on my thoughts like other people in this world actually go through. Mm. And that actually got me thinking, I'm like, am I just weak or am I actually stronger than I think I am? Come on. Mm-hmm. So you are, man. Yeah, I went through all that, but in the residential place, the, there was staff, and they actually, they don't get paid there. They don't get paid at all. They're mm. literally just people that want to help kids and stuff, yeah. and the the people there are amazing. They, um, yeah, there was interesting stuff i seen there as well. Um, I got beat up in my room a lot. I uh, never could do anything about it because I was on probation, and I wasn't the person that would beat up on someone. Mm. I never could lay a punch on someone and i was always said like oh you're weak like you can't stand up for yourself um i mostly stood up for myself by just yelling and just raising my voice and stuff Mm -hmm. and throwing chairs because i threw chairs in residential like all the way down the hall i'm like oh my gosh this is what adrenaline does man oofed (laughs) i'm like yeah that's pretty interesting and scary yeah um but I went through all that. I got out around uh, a year and two months. I was in there for two of my birthdays. And it was rough because, like, I also missed my family as well. And mm-hmm. um, the friends that I had left before I figured out when I got out that they completely abandoned me and left me. So I felt broken. Mm-hmm. And... uh there was, yeah, I knew there was people out there that cared about me. My, But when I was in residential, what actually kind of broke me and gave me, like, lose hope was mm. this is depression as well. Like, 
lose hope was mm-hmm. my grandpa, well, not my grandpa, um, my uncle. Um, my, his name was Uncle Dick, and he basically, he died. So I'm mm-hmm. like, I hope he doesn't wow. die. And he did. And mm-hmm. I had to literally just talk to my mom about that over the phone. And I'm not like an emotional showing type unless it's just around friends mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, but I'm like, <laughs> I don't cry a lot. Mm-hmm. I mostly hold it in. But I, I, I broke in the in that phone booth because there's literally a phone booth there. And that's where you call your parents and stuff. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. Man, I honestly, it's to me just so incredible that you're here and like you've fought through so much and like clearly, man, the enemy has had such an assignment against you and and you've, it's not, it's not been easy. I don't think I know Mm. anyone else who's honestly come through so much Mm. stuff in their past and yet is still like, is here and is growing and is, is getting to know Jesus in a real way and, um, yeah, so, like, when after, like, you know, we got to know each other, you kind of ju- jumped in with our gang, mm-hmm. and, uh, um, yeah, got baptized, got, you know, prayer and stuff like that. What did yeah. you, like, what did God start doing in your life? Like, I mean, the stuff you talk about is, like, real, like, yeah. traumatic yeah. stuff, man. And, um, yeah, what would, like, even with the depression, like, what what happened with all of that? Well, all I can say is, like, how I said to other people mm-hmm. is where there's struggle where there's a lot of struggle and bad, there's always got to become growth in that mm-hmm. um, area of time. And it might take forever, but it will come eventually. So there was, uh, we I did embark internship actually at Gateway House of Prayer. And that was fun. That's actually when I figured out like there was, um, the Holy Spirit could actually talk. And I heard him like say one night at the doing night watch at Gateway House of Prayer was it was like about like the what is it communion. Mm-hmm. And I heard him just basically say I said first, I'm like, this uh, this doesn't taste well. Like this is very <laughs> stale. And I'm pretty sure it was him because it was like it was so ironic and hilarious at the same time. And I heard him say like, it doesn't taste well, does it? I'm like, no, it doesn't. And I didn't know it was him at first. I'm like, okay, there's no way this is my own mind talking to me right now. And uh, I don't know what else it was, but it was hilarious. And it was like a word that was like spoken over me. I heard like giants and things like that. I'm like hearing him clearly. And through that whole Embark internship though, um, I had a lot of growth um, that... I mm-hmm. knew that I could pray for people without feeling uncomfortable. I knew that God gave me the gift of like seeing visions for people and prophesying over people. And it was so much fun. And I'm like, but okay. I was, I literally started thinking, I'm like, this isn't my power. This is him, his power through me. So I'm like, I cannot, I will not say that this is my power either. And I always, I always say that to people, like, this is not my power. And if I see someone get healed and I pray for them, this is not my power. This is God's power going through me Mm because he lives inside of me. He lives inside of us. So all that is going on. So good. And yeah, there was a lot of growth in Embark. And I did not fast, though. I was more scared as heck (laughs) for that, though. 
Yeah. Scared of starving. Yeah. <laughs> Stomach issues. <laughs> so Dude. with with all the things that happen, all the things you walk through, um, the things that you've experienced from God and also uh, have grown in with God and have seen him take stuff out and bring stuff in. Like, what is the vision now? Where do you want to go? What do you want to see? What is what is the next step? Yeah. Um, Should we do a drum roll? <laughs> well, first off, before that drum roll, <laughs> there was, I was always getting told like, hey, have you ever thought about going on missions trip or becoming a missionary or something like that? I'm like, yeah, I, I've thought about it. And then it kept coming up and coming up to people like, hey, have you ever thought about this and that? I'm like, yeah, you know, that's actually not the first time I've heard that before. And then it kept coming up. I'm like, all right, God, is this you? What are you saying? (laughs) Yeah, what are you saying? And it took a while, but I mean, I plan to, I, I'm going to share this actually. So I was in DC like four weeks ago now. And, uh. I love that place. There's something about it. We're at NDC. I don't know the words <laughs> to the song. It's okay. You'll learn them quickly if you end up so, in DC. So we're at in DC. Um, David's Ten. Okay. Go on. Okay. So there is a sorry uh, for the interruption. <laughs> it just immediately some just patriotism just flushed through me. So flushed through you. Yeah. Right. As soon as you said DC, it just anyway. Continue. Continue. Oh my goodness. <laughs> um, there was a an event happening called a Blue Fire Worship event. A uh, hundred people from Puerto Rico came, and it was so cool. Like, fuego, fuego de Dios. Fuego. fuego. <laughs> yes. Muy fuego. Muy fuego. <laughs> Nueve Fuego, I think. New Fire? Nuevo? Yeah, Possibly. Fuego. Something like that. Yeah. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah. Um, uh, we have like a Fuego fam uh, group chat thing. It's not <laughs> so really like, active much, but yeah. they do it. Well, you just got to start checking the GIFs right on there. <laughs> yeah. Check them Make on. it a GIF group chat. <laughs> I don't know. Dude, so you're in D.C. Yeah, I was in D.C. Puerto Ricans. Yeah. Uh, it was the first time me actually being in Spanish worship. I'm like, this is really cool and unique. Hmm. So I'm like, all right, I love this. This is just like an eye opener. Yeah. And it was also like the the feel of being at the the base, the YWAM base. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, I could, I could get used to this because they were like doing pranks, not just that's why I'm stuff like that. <laughs> but the pranks were hilarious. I'm like, so y'all do this? And they're like, yeah. But it's a surprise usually. I'm like, oh boy, that's not good. That's <laughs> awesome. Wow. So they're not just stuffy Christians. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> so it can be fun. So something happened on that trip that yeah. I kind of set back a little bit. Can you explain yeah. that a little yeah, bit? Yeah, I can. Um, so I went there. I brought money. My mom gave me money mostly. I didn't have much money, but she gave me money. And I had my debit card and wallet and all that stuff with me. One night there, though, um, <laughs> figured out that stuff got woof. It got it got taken away. No. <laughs> yeah. Um, I had like that was rough. Ah, it's painful. Yeah. There was a lot of I didn't know there was like a lot of homeless people in D.C. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right, 
first time like there when I figured out it got taken I'm like all right God it took me a while I'm like okay God have it be at least a homeless person that took my stuff because it actually be able to use it for good like please that's good that's a good prayer it is a yeah. good prayer yeah so I'm wow. like all right that's I awesome. surrender this to you don't know what else to do with it because I can't do anything about it it's been hard yeah, yeah. <laughs> yo and then what happened um sunday we came home oh before we came home i went to go get my pillow in the base because i forgot it tawny comes up to me she's actually staff at ywam dc shout mm-hmm. out yeah she's she's pretty cool um she came up to me and she's like open your hand and i'm like all confused and all like what's going on and she's like just open your hands close your eyes i'm like okay this is weird so i close my eyes and she's like open them i'm like okay and I, there was a bag full of a small bag full of cash, Come and on. she said like a verse. Um, I st- I gotta write it Double down. Jinx. Um, but it was like what the enemy meant for evil. Well, God alternative. So what what the enemy steals, God gives back seven times. Yes, I think that's, that's I think that's the verse. That's that you're, the one. Yeah, yeah. you gotta, told me. I gotta Dang. write that down. Yeah. So I. My mom, I got home that night and my mom counted, she told me to count it. So I counted it and it was like $205. I'm like, what on God's green earth? That's amazing. And yeah, because, okay, so all that going though, before all that happened, there was mornings where we prayed and Tondi, she felt God was saying like, we want, she, they, he wants us to resurrender stuff. Mm -hmm. So we asked and I heard him, I felt him say like, I want you to resurrender your finances. I want you to resurrender your job mm. and things like that. And uh, yeah, just thoughts. And then it came, led up to with YWAM. And the next day, um, we had the same morning thing session, reading the Bible and stuff. And I was having, like, I was reading the Bible and I'm not yeah. much of a reader. I'm still stubborn with Growing. that, with God and yep. still. But, um, I felt him just say, Jonathan, I do want you to do DTS here in DC. I'm like, come on. That's another confirmation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. So good. Yeah. So what were your, what were your initial feelings? Obviously, actually, before, before we get into that, you, you've heard God tell you to go to YWAM DC before, right? Yeah, I have. It was actually, um, at Gateway one night and then it was also at, the send in Kansas City. So you've you've heard him twice before, and then he confirms it again while you're at DC. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So like, what what are your feelings going into that, and like like processing that? Like how how are you in how are you in that process right now? To be real with you, yeah. I'm absolutely terrified. Yeah, man. Because um, I plan on actually um, one at the house church. I know I like I said like with. I believe that God doesn't want me to work, that he just wants me to like trust him. Part of me is like, I might want to go for an application to see if I get accepted. If I don't, then well, honestly, that just gets, yeah, Mm -hmm. that just gets annoying. Yeah. And actually makes me lose faith and stuff. Hmm. But if I'm not going to say if this is God, I know it is God Mm because just the way it is. Right. I know he'll figure out something. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I just part? yeah, I just yeah. don't know what. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not good with this kind of stuff. 
It's first time, man. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, you're stepping out. It is nerve wracking. It is. It yeah. is. Yeah. You're stepping out in faith and you've never done you're like even like a, a long trip away. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. like, yeah, it's crazy, but it's uh, cool that God's making it pretty clear yeah. for you. Yeah, I remember the first time like God God told me to trust him completely. It was like it was like a scary thing cuz like that that meant my job, that meant my finances, that meant my relationships and it's just like all right God, like I I I I want to rely on you. And that that's a, it's a scary it's a scary prayer, but I think I think in that like he's faithful to provide. He's a good father, and mm-hmm. if he's called you to something, then he's going to lead you into it and out of it. And that's just like the faith that we get to have with God is like, like this is what he's done before and I know he's going to continue it. This is what he's called me to and I'm going to, I know that he's going to bring me through it. Um, so you've heard from the Lord and this is, this is the faith that you get to stand on. All right, Lord, you called me to this and I'm going to walk in mm. it. So yeah, just, it's mm. the trust and the faith that you get to have and walk it out with the Lord. Yeah, Dude, and there that's, was, sorry, there was yeah, actually yeah. another confirmation, like actually a week ago, what? Judah, he felt just like, take me home from Gateway that night. I thought Nick Barr was going to, but it didn't work out. Mm-hmm. So Judah brought me home and he Judah prayed Barch. over me. Yeah, Judah okay. Barch. Okay. Judah Barch. Yeah. Yeah. Being on our podcast only. twice. No, no once. once. We just need kidding, him on again. <laughs> Judah Barch, if you're listening, we'll get you back. We'll get you back, bro. Sorry, go on. Judah Barch gets you. <laughs> he prayed for me and he's um he laid his hands on me and he's like, I truly do feel strongly that that was God, Jonathan. Mm. And I do believe he will make the finances happen, even if it's through fundraiser or mm-hmm. if you if per se you find a job, I'm like, I started tearing up. I'm like, okay, God, you actually see me, even though sometimes I don't feel like you do. Mm-hmm. Come on, man. He sees you. Dude, I, I want to read this out. Um, I looked up the verse. Um, I found this this one um, in Deuteronomy. I feel like this even ties into where you're headed with mm. YWAM. Mm. Um, so I just want to speak this over you. It's an awesome, it's an awesome couple verses. And anyone listening who maybe has gone through like, things that you've talked about. Um, so it's Deuteronomy 30 and it's Moses or yeah, I think it's Moses kind of sharing like what God will do if the people of Israel like leave and reject God and they, they're judged and they end up being like sent into other nations. So that's the backdrop. But he's, then he says like, um, this, these verses, he said, he, and this is in the message translation. What's the, um, what's the chapter and verse? Uh, it's Deuteronomy 30. Okay. And starting in verse 1, it says, Here's what will happen. While you're out among the nations where God has dispersed you, and the blessings and curses come in, just like I have set before you, and you and your children take them seriously and come back to God, your God, and obey Him with your whole heart and soul, according to everything that I command you today. And here's the verse. It's like so good. Uh, verse 3, God, your God, will restore everything you lost. He'll have compassion on you. He'll come up and he'll pick up the pieces from all the places you were scattered. Wow. No matter how far away, I haven't read this in a long time. Here it is. No matter how far away you end up, God, your God, will get you out of there and bring you back to the land your ancestors once possessed. It will be yours again. He'll give you a good life and make you more numerous than your ancestors. Man, I got to keep going. This is good. Listen to this. God, your God, will cut away the thick calluses on your heart and your children's heart freeing you to love God, your God, with your whole heart and soul and live, really live. Man, I could read the whole chapter, but 
That's good. Dang. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I just I just feel this, man. I feel this for you. I feel this for anyone listening. Like, mm. man, you can see, man, what the enemy has tried to do. Like, you can yeah. see it, and you're you're still living out like the battle. Like, yeah, yeah. it's yeah, not yeah, over. Yeah. None of us. It's not over for yeah. any of us. But it's just crazy to see, like, even just with that little sign with like your wallet being stolen and like <laughs> God's vision. Like, but like on a grand scale, like our whole lives, um, like God has redeemed us and ransomed us for you know from the enemy, from the powers of sin and darkness, and now like He is actively restoring us to like His original design, and He's restoring like the things that that were taken from yeah. us, you know. And I just feel this, man. I feel this for you, like. I know it's scary. I know it's fearful. We're yeah. talking the car just coming here. Like, how's it gonna work? How's God gonna do it? Um, but I just I just think looking at your story, I'm like, of course God wants to wants to do this, man. Like, of course. Um so anyway, I'm super stoked for you. Do you have any ideas of um Well first like, I gotta yeah. say this. Yeah. It came to my mind because it always does, and it did at DC that day as well. Hmm. It actually astounded me and actually very sort of confused me, but knew that God loves through people that you don't even know. Yeah. And that's how caring he can be. And he did that with the people from like the Puerto Rican crew that we were like, actually with hmm. that day. It wasn't just like Tondi that God used. Like he used the whole entire group for money to actually help me out what got stolen. Yeah. Wow. So it actually Ooh. like dude i'm like okay god <laughs> why this is like how much you love me and this is literally just wow mostly just to not lose faith because mm-hmm. if you lose faith mm-hmm. it, it won't yeah it won't go well but mm-hmm. like wow. i've been told is mustard seed faith yeah. it can be so small it could be like I was told in Embark faith to move mountains and I still remember that and mm-hmm. I need that faith and mm-hmm. people need that faith as well. Yeah. And it's not it's not easy to have that faith. But mm-hmm. you got to pray to God about it and he'll make it happen even mm-hmm. though when you don't even know that's going to happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it absolutely mm-hmm. astounded me though. Yeah. Wow. Um yeah, I think we'll probably um put a link or something in yeah. here in case anyone listening would like to to give um when does your school start it starts january 5th i'm pretty sure okay and how long yeah it's coming up how long is it how long does it last i think six months wow dude awesome you'll be in dc stay there i don't know yeah (laughs) yeah man. i hope i mean i i mean if he does it's awesome but we would you know we're looking forward to seeing you when you get back too even if it's forever how how long it is um is the school all in dc i think so okay yeah do, will you do an outreach part of that school? I think um, what I heard was they're they're wanting to do Israel. Whoa! So I'm like, wow. oh my! I want to go to Israel. <laughs> Dang man, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, I would I would love if you could pray over anyone. Man, your story is so powerful. Like, yeah. your testimony gives so much hope. Um, I think there's so many other kids that have gone through and are still in crazy stuff, mm-hmm. and and even. If they're not listening, people who who you know 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 people who are in really difficult stuff mm-hmm. with depression and stuff, and I think your story is just proof that Jesus can really like redeem. he really will redeem yeah. and restore anyone who turns like yeah. to Him. So could you pray, man? 
Yeah. Uh, just pray your heart uh, for anyone like who's who's going through or knows someone going through what you've gone through. Mm-hmm. Be awesome. God, I pray for people that are going through depression and losing faith in what their life is on this earth. God, I ask that you show them what a real life actually falling in love with the Father looks like. God, yeah. that you show them your face, Lord, in dreams, through visions, or wherever they're at, God, in their life right now. Mm-hmm. God, as did you fill them up with the Holy Spirit, and then you just ask them that question, do you want to follow me and leave mm-hmm. everything Come behind? On, yes, Jesus. Do you want to surrender everything? Wow. God, I ask that whoever's listening to this, that you ask them that question and just be mm-hmm. with them in their lives through yes, the struggle because it can be hard and mm. we break off any chains that anybody feels mm-hmm. through life even yes. in school or jobs or in their family mm-hmm. that you touch their heart and that you touch their mind mm. and Jesus name yeah amen amen bro thank thanks so much for sharing yeah 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 so good yeah whoever's listening to this i hope you were encouraged i hope that uh yeah just this amazing testimony of redemption and even even in the growth and the growing right now Mm -hmm. like there's still growth to come there's still there's still learning to come there's still a a letting go and a and a and a bringing in of god and Mm -hmm. and jonathan like you your your vulnerability and even just your just your testimony of the struggle, but the the seeking of God, it stirs people on to keep on going. Mm -hmm. Um, and I know that your growth has stirred people in this community to keep on going. And, and, and even, even in, in, in the struggles, it's, it's not easy, but it, it's, it's so fruitful and the fruit will bear. And, um, that's what we get to hold on to that. There will be fruit. There will be, there will be something in the future. Um, yeah. So good. Can it's, I add something? Yeah. yeah. Go for it. So it was just part of the whole following, becoming following of Jesus. Mm. I would say this. So if you ever, if anyone that's listening to this, if you ever go into a, a community and you feel so much joy, because that's what I felt like nothing but smiling and things like that. Mm. Don't ever think that it's just you just feeling the moment no that's literally the holy spirit touching you and actually mm. tugging you and saying i want you to be part of this Come i want on. you to be part of this community because that's what happened that's what i actually forgot to mm. add because mm. there is um friends that actually looked at me and i'm just like smiling that they're just worshiping and dancing i'm like this is something i've never been part of in my life it's <laughs> been a weird experience it was very <laughs> weird <laughs> But so beautiful. Yeah, it was beautiful. It's Thanks an encouragement God. though. Just take the leap of faith. Yeah. And man. Yeah. Dude, so I'm I'm juiced, man. <laughs> I love it. And now, dude, you're going out to tell other people and mm-hmm. get other people in. It's just so cool mm-hmm. to me, man. So everyone listening, thank you so much for um tuning in and and joining us for this conversation. Um yeah, you can yeah. find this podcast. 
wherever you're listening to it right now apple music (laughs) where you've listened to it before yeah yo i have an announcement john i don't even know if you know this i started a tiktok for my friends and i I didn't know i did i just put it i just put our trailer on i didn't put anything else we got like five followers (laughs) (laughs) anyway if you want to go over i might put some more like small videos of our like i'm happy you're a fan of tiktok i'm not a fan i'm so scared (laughs) i've never done tiktok in my life bro never so we'll We'll, see if it lasts but anyway you guys can find us there you can find us on instagram um and we're yeah we're posting like little like not on facebook trailers and stuff um not on facebook we're we're probably not even gonna do that so it's over um and you can always email us at my friends and i podcast at gmail.com if you want to get in touch that's right instagram's the spot just shoot us a dm yeah um yeah if you feel like this is encouraging and helpful feel free mm-hmm. to share this with other people we don't do any advertising or that's right there's really yeah there's um, there's no gain just to encourage no, you just encouragement so if you want other people to hear this you can um that's my spiel yeah so cool well, thank rem- you jonathan yeah thank you. it's thank awesome me absolutely remember that jesus is the best jesus is the best yes. cue the song, cue the song. <laughs> <laughs> <Awesome>. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! That was spicy.